Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight Saga. <laughs> hey, welcome back to a spicy, spicy episode today. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say more. <laughs> nope, that's it. Uh, nope, that's it. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, wh- what up? It's your boy. Sometimes I think about how we don't ever do a second take of our intro. Um, yeah, I think and that is authentic of us. We're so real. Oh, my God. I'm going to be real yeah, right now. You're, you're, yeah. Exactly. Anyone have that app? Uh, I got that app in April, so I did it before it was cool. So uh, jot that down. Yeah. Uh, everyone is jotting that down right now, including me. Yeah. Yep. Write it down on your hand. <laughs> Harry Potter style. Oh, ow. <laughs> like the, like oh, the, no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, horrible. Don't do it like that. Not fucking around here. <laughs> yeah. Have a scar permanently etched into your skin that Cam did it first. <laughs> That I did be real first, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. It's important. I don't know. Uh, I would like everyone to know right now that we are on a Discord call, as we tend to be, and both of us are very, our profile pictures are very Little small tiny cat, cat creatures. creatures yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because M is a little bee cat mm-hmm. in some the palm of someone's hand, and I am, I don't even know what to it's how like describe a little, my. like, Victor. Victorian cat it's got the like one of those ruffled collars on sitting on a it's a little little tiny kitty on a very very large pink chair yeah it's a little black cat too yeah a little so black cat you know, with big eyes right. and no other facial features just S- big eyes soulless eyes not even ears like you nope. like there's no ears on this thing uh-uh. <laughs> and like little little legs it's so perfect i thought of you it's a really it's a really good picture um Okay, We're but yeah, we out here. Creatures talking to each other. <laughs> you make such a good point. <laughs> like that's like there's not many better ways to describe our podcast. We should make that our new Twitter bio: two little creatures talking to each other about Twilight. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just be here like, wah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, I think that I've I've mentioned on, I think on this podcast before I was I've done my mar- or my toad voice right didn't I do oh, it like yeah, a 100%. year and a half ago definitely did I it, like, just brought summer. that back yeah it was a so in case return. anyone was wondering yeah yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna blow the ears of our listeners out at not this yet, point at least. but <laughs> just think about it yep so um yeah I start work in literally a week um for the first time in two months. And I'm nervous. That's how I feel about it. I'm like, yay, money. That's fair. But also, new people, new lab, new environment, new things. I've been having stress dreams. It's terrible. Oy. Yeah, that's Can you believe unfortunate? I, being unemployed and looking for jobs was less stressful than the immediacy of getting a new one. <laughs> Yeah, I, like I mean, you'll have, I'm sure it'll all be fine. You yeah, know, you'll just have that adjusting period. It seems like the people seem to be cool, so. Yeah, it's just It'll like, be a vibe. It's just one of those things where it's so funny that I'm like, oh my god, I haven't felt like stress dreams in months, and oh, it's back again. I hate you. That you, well, I'm like very happy for you that you didn't, <laughs> but I'm mad at you that, like, that's kind of fucked up. I know. I'm out here having stress dreams every night of my life. 
right? I mean, that's how it used to be. Thanks, capitalism. Mm -hmm. Thanks, capitalism. This is an anti-capitalist podcast. Thank you. Oh, girl. (laughs) As if they didn't already know. Well, I'm just going to say it again. What if there's somebody listening who didn't realize and now they're like, oh, these two leftist butterflies are so stupid. And I'm like, great. Stop listening. Bye. I actually would prefer to be called a snowflake. Thank you. Yeah. I liked that silence that just happened. What? I was drinking water. What? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was just like, I like to be called a snowflake. And there was just silence. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, that was a funny joke. Are you pausing for laughter? Like, what's happening? (laughs) Uh, Inopportune uh, sippy of water. (laughs) Sippy, sippy. Uh, What am I doing right now? I'm working a lot. I'm working. Literally every day. For. Yeah, I am working every day this week. I'm actually working. I. Let me see. I'm looking at my Google Cal. Yeah, I'm officially working um, 13 days straight. Hate that. So that used to be make my of life. that what you will. I literally used to have that life back before before I got a, an adult job. Yeah. There. And I had this conversation with my mom today where I was like, because I've been like looking at other jobs and I'm just like, none of this sparks joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said to me. And I think this is a really good, like, I love that my parents are this supportive. And I also think it's like a good way of thinking about how you want to lead your life. And she was like, okay, if you could have any job right now, regardless of criteria or anything, what would you want to do? And obviously I was like, yeah, I would love to be an opera singer. And she was like, okay, so it's clear that you should be looking into applying to grad schools instead of jobs. And Mm -hmm. I was like, so true. Mm -hmm. That is a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. This is just uh, so that's what I'm gonna do. That's that sounds great. Um, come to Canada. yeah. And I need to stop. I need to stop. <laughs> I might. No, actually, I can't. McGill's music program is shutting down. Oh shit! So I can't come to McGill. Sorry. I can't believe it. Um, can you come to Sorry. Toronto? Surely they have a Probably. music program. It's Toronto. It's yeah. I'll look in for. I'll look into it. <laughs> great. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah. I and I have a I do have a lead on another job. It's not obviously it's not like exciting or anything, but um, it's for that sandwich place. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, I love. And that. I could get it in like late August, which yeah. is right after I'd stop. Instead uh, of the bookstore, I theoretically want to stop. Yeah, mm. and it's fucking crazy that I'd be making sandwiches and getting a dollar <laughs> twenty five an hour more than being in a supervisor position. Whatever. That is crazy. It's but, fucked up. You know, gotta chase that chase that money. Make those sandwiches. Chase that bag. Chase and the that people bag. there seem super cool. So nice. I think it'll be fun. Really and it's important. down it's more downtown. It's not as far away. Mm. Like it'll be nice. Yeah, that's good. Well, uh yeah. we're we're crossing our fingers for you. All of us. Thanks. Every single person. I'm crossing all of my toes. All of them? Oh. Why'd you say that so loudly? <laughs> All of them? <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah. I got such an awful image of toes intertwining and I was like, oh. <laughs> anyway, let's talk Sorry. about feet. <laughs> feet quota. <laughs> Do you have something to add to the piss quota today before we start? Um, God, I wish I did. Oh, there's, um, have I talked about the man in Liv's pool? No, okay. maybe, um, maybe in our group chat, but there's a man yeah. who this summer, cause I've been at Liv's place almost 90% of the time this summer, 
who goes out in the pool and it's like in the courtyard of like the whole like complex so everybody can see directly into the whoever's in the pool and he stands in the pool with like a beer and like a a phone or a tablet like watching something for like literally four or five hours straight without leaving and i guarantee he's standing there pissing in the pool the whole time oh yeah for sure he's drinking beer he brings out a six pack and just stands there for five hours to be fair like most of that is iconic it's the piss that definitely throws me off exactly Liv was like i don't think he does and i'm like he's standing there for five hours drinking beer you can't tell me he's not pissing in that pool yeah yeah, that's bad. So that's uh, my piss quota. I don't go in the pool there, when he's there, in there. That's very nice. <laughs> uh, good job. I would love to live that life, minus the pissing in the pool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's pretty idyllic. Um, happy yeah. for him, sort of. Yeah, I would want to like have like uh, like one of those infinity pools where it's right off the edge, and so I can piss off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> and and noted, folks, I don't have a penis, so. No. I don't know how that's going to work, but it will. Um, we've talked about this I was going to get really get... good upper body strength. <laughs> Just hanging oh off the God. end, pissing. <laughs> Cheeks out. Title of this week's episode. <laughs> Cheeks out. <laughs> uh, Cheeks out, comma, pissing. Uh, <laughs> With that, should we get into this chapter? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Great, I'm so excited. Um, oh, actually, wait, before we do that, I do have one thing that I would like to discuss before we get into our shenanigans. Uh-huh. Which is very, uh, uh, more on a serious note. Um, it's come to my attention that a lot of our fans are Swifties. Oh, yeah. And I need I need you guys to stop this. Yeah, thank you for this important PSA. Um, cut it out. Please stop. Listen. If there's uh, first and foremost, I am a hater and (laughs) that is not going to stop with my patrons. Um, There's way too many Swifties on the discord. You guys are scary. What did we do to deserve this? I literally, I don't know. Maybe it's because I went to Catholic school. It's like the straight girl energy. (laughs) I'm so sorry to call all of you straight. I can't believe you brought this to this energy to our podcast. I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Yeah. Oh, I do have one more thing to say before we jump into the chapter, which is to welcome a new patron to our little vampire coven. Welcome. And I swear to God, if you're a (laughs) Swifty, I swear to God. You're cut. You're out. We're kicking you out. Goodbye. You're out. uh, (laughs) You've been voted off the island. But otherwise, uh, thanks, Lexi, for joining the vampire coven. Welcome to the squad. Dab, 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 dab. (laughs) I'm dabbing in real life. You can't see, but I'm doing it. I bet you are. I'm not. I didn't move at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, she's a liar and a Swifty attention grabber. What the fuck is up with this? And a hater. And a hater. Well, so am I. That's what we get mm. along. Because <laughs> we're both haters. Actually, that's fucking true. Our DMs <laughs> earlier, yeah. <laughs> uh, all okay. we do is talk shit in the DMs. And if you don't have that with your friends, uh, get new friends. Get new. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Anyway. So, with that. Chapter um, 15 unsolicited advice chapter 15 wager (laughs) which is a stupid title for this chapter i'm just gonna obviously i don't think it makes any sense it the only wager that what's the wager the only wager that happens is the one that we learned that jasper and emmett have over bella oh i guess but like it's so irrelevant to the theme of this whole chapter it literally is so irrelevant right off the bat i would like to say i hate jacob yep Mm mm-hmm 
Jacob literally assaults her. Yes. In this chapter. Yeah. Um, so we are probably like going to go into episode. that. Yeah. Exactly. We will be discussing sexual assault pretty often. Like, not just, like, in little clips, but yeah, for most of it. Yeah. And the assault that happens is kissing in this. Yeah. So it is not super explicit, but it will be talked about pretty much the entire episode and it might delve into some more serious stuff. So just be aware of that. You could always skip this one if you'd like to. Yeah. yeah. So, God, yeah, I read this chapter and I feel like I kept like I was reading it on a like e-reader and I kept just like standing up and walking in a circle and being like fucking hell <laughs> god damn it and then i sit down and read again and i read like two more sentences i'd get up just heated again and i'm like fucking hell yeah no literally <sighs> this chapter makes me very angry um yeah it makes me feel like i de- i also i also felt this way in that like there were definitely multiple times that i wanted to put down this book mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like i was just like i cannot stand this yeah oh my god it's so bad. Okay. Obviously, here's let's get into it. Jacob just confessed that he loves Bella and uh we start off the chapter with him being like, "All right, that's all." <laughs> and Bella's like, such mm, bullshit. I got to go. I got to I got to leave." But right. Jacob starts to, like sort of try to convince her and he says um yes, if you if um Bella wants him to go away and never see him again. And she's like, well, no, I, of course I don't want that. He's like, see, like, as if that's proof that, like, she has feelings for him. Like romantic sexual feelings for right. him. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. And then, yeah. So basically he's trying to, like, she's like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Like, you're just family to me. Uh-huh. And he's like, but you do want me around. And he's like... I don't know. That's just how it is. And I think that is absolutely unhinged. Imagine if just anyone I loved, I was like ready to, you know, get down and dirty with. Yeah. That's terrifying. Uh, But just anyone who's ever been my friend, (laughs) just, it's just, ugh. Yeah. It's gross. It's so weird. His argument that like, there's only the possibility of either she loves him or they don't talk at all. Like, that's... Those are the two options. Those are the two options. And it's just like, oh, this is him just not accepting rejection. Which is like, mm, red flag number one. (laughs) Yeah. Perhaps red Um, flag number seven at this point. But red flag number one of this chapter. (laughs) No, literally. And... Yeah, and then she also, you know, she just does it. She doesn't like this. She's like, he's like, I'll stick around. And she's like, ugh, okay. He tries to, like, stroke her cheek and she slaps him away. So she's clearly, this body language is clearly, she does not want him to touch her in this way. Yeah. And And she's like, yeah, she's like, can you please just, like, act a little better? Because she does not like the way that, and by better, she's meaning, like, can you not try to, like. boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. And can you, like, not flirt with me? Right. And he's like, nope. Yeah, he says, you decide, Bella, you can have me the way I am, bad behavior included, or not at all. What kind of fucking So he admits his behavior is, is bad. Exactly. Exactly. He's admitting he's a he's doing the wrong things and he's still gonna do that. If you ever have this if if this ever comes up in your life, fuck that person. No, literally. Because yeah. the most important part of any relationship, friendship, family, 
romantic relationship, anything, you need to be able to work on yourself constantly. There is no point where you should either be like, I'm perfect, or you should be like, well, damn, you have to deal with my bad behavior and there's nothing I'm going to do about it. Right. It's okay to make mistakes and you can still be loved after making mistakes, obviously. And there are bad behaviors that you can be working off and still be a good person. Of course. But when you, if anyone were ever like, yeah, I know this is a bad thing to do and you have to deal with it. LMAO, like. Yeah, I'm not being friends with you. Fuck off. Yeah, get out of my life. No, exactly. It's. You can't be aware that you have bad behavior and just be like, but that's just who I am. So you have to take it or leave it. Like, no, that's a you problem. And I don't have to deal with it at all. Yeah. And I will like, you know, like there are times that I'm just like, yeah, I'm a person who likes to talk shit. And like, <laughs> if that's not something you vibe with, okay, maybe not the vibe. But that's not like, I don't know. There's the difference between like smaller things like that where it's just like I'm always going to be loud I'm always going to have an like a joking attitude like that's as a person as a person I am but when it's like I'm good I'm actively doing something that makes you uncomfortable and is overstepping your boundaries and you've repeatedly told me not to do it but yeah. I'm just going to keep doing it. like that's a completely different oh, story exactly exactly it's and and she says that's mean and he's like oh so are you and then she feels terrible about herself which is like, so oh, annoying. I'm the worst person because I I I keep trying to hold him closer and be friends with him, even though it hurts him. And it's like, this isn't your problem. You have clearly nope. soundly rejected him at this point. Um, and he's not respecting your boundaries. That does not make you a mean person for someone else, uh, you know, putting their own expectations onto you and you not fulfilling those imaginary expectations. Yeah. Like, it's, ugh. come on. Yeah, it's... It's gross as hell. And it's it's just, it's not equal. It's it's not mean mm-hmm. to ask for boundaries and, um, you know, a friendship. But she has proof now that he's not going to respect them. And so now she should keep her distance because she has that confirmation of like, oh, even like though, he, like I want him close and he wants me close. He's already said that he doesn't care. He's going to act bad. He's going to exhibit this bad behavior. That should be the key sign of like, okay, I need to actually set the boundaries and make that distance because he's not going to. This is this is red flag number two of this chapter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and he is basically like, yeah, I recently decided I'm actually not going to give up on this. So just deal with it, basically. And I was here. I was like, I really thought this shit was over. I think I said recently, like, there has to be more that makes it more like Team Jacob versus Team yeah. Edward. Mm-hmm. I think I said that in a recent you episode. Did. It was like last episode, I think. Unfortunately, my wish came true. <laughs> right? It's like, it's so like this chapter completely sets the tone of like, they're both competing for her, Team Edward, Team Jacob. In, like, right. literally at the end of the chapter, Edward's like, well, I'm yeah. going to fight, too. And he's like, all right, you're on. But, like, they're not taking into consideration the fact that Bella's like, I have already rejected Jacob. I've already picked Edward. <laughs> so it's Yeah, like, it's like, <sighs> it's a non-starter. Right. Jacob's just delusional. <laughs> I literally have delusional in all capital letters in my notes. <laughs> no, yeah, literally. Oh, okay. So, um... They have this conversation where he's not going to give up and he says until your heart stops beating and he makes this comment of like, he says that because Edward went away, this is the consequence he has to deal with. Like, oh, now I'm here. So he has to just deal with that. 
Um, Because he he says Edward's not Bella's whole life. And I'm like, yes, like, I understand what she's saying. Like, he's my world. You know, I'm going to, I want to become a vampire for him to be part of that world fully and be equals with him. And I'm like, there could have been some moment where, like, because of Edward's leaving, it did allow Bella to have a more full life, that she increased her friendships with other people, she did make other connections, um, but he's, like, Jacob's just, like, taken it to a whole new level where, like, he feels entitled to her, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's this level of entitlement that's really disgusting. Um, and she ke- and she's repeatedly saying, I love Edward. Yes. And I love you as a friend. And that's it. And And he's like, yeah, but not for long. Like, you'll want me eventually. And he holds her by the chin to force her to keep looking at him and grips tighter to the point where she notes that it hurts. And she sees in his eyes that he's about to do something. She starts to say no. And then he starts aggressively, angrily kissing her. This is an attack on her. It is. He has one hand on her chin holding her there and the other on the back of her neck and we have to also remember that he has extreme strength strength. yeah exactly so there is no way she can get out of this and she is shoving against his chest she tried to say no she's but he is not letting her she's grabbing at his face and trying to push away and his lips force hers open it uses the word force literally in the chapter. Yep. Like it is, he is not being gentle. He's not being sweet. He's not taking any of the cues of her struggling. And so instead she shuts down. And this is like such a common, like, you know, trauma response, sexual assault response. Women who, or, you know, of any gender, people who get like raped, they say they shut down, they stop responding mm. and they just try not to react to, to hope that maybe soon it will be over. Yeah. And she's doing that here. She's like, I, she stops fighting. She lets her hands fall to her side. She goes completely slack and opens her eyes. Like she is a statue simply receiving whatever he's trying to do to her. And she hopes for it to be over. It's horrible. Right. It's like, it chill. It makes me angry. It makes me upset. It like this, this, phrase is one of the ones i had to get up and just like take a lap around the living room like yeah god yeah and it also like in this like when she is fighting back it notes that jacob notices that she's fighting back and kisses her more aggressively yeah so this is another part of where this trauma response comes in and a similar thing again like fighting back sometimes makes them more aggressive and so people sometimes just like hope that it'll end sooner By just stopping. Mm -hmm. If you just don't react at all. Yep. Um, And yeah, he eventually stops getting angry and he's still like kiss, like he pulls back and then it says he presses his lips softly to her once, twice, a third time. And And she's just standing there with no emotion. And he has the audacity to smile after. He, like, close his eyes and smile. Yeah, like, mm, satisfying, finally, what I wanted. Like, yeah, he's delusional. He is not giving a shit about what Bella is even reacting to or feeling. Like, she's clearly just like, all right, are you done? Okay, great. Yeah. I'm leaving. Like, that's, I'm fucking done with this shit. I just, uh, I can't believe, I can't believe, I, he does all that and then he smiles 
And then she punches yeah, him. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> she does punch him. As she should. As she should. I'm just... She does break her own hand. I know. But... <laughs> But it, it's a good response. I am glad she did this instead of just, like, accepting it in any sort of way. Yep. Um, good but, of her. course, he's, you know, like, a werewolf or whatever, and <sighs> she just hurts herself instead of hurting him. I'm so mad Fucking that it didn't whatever. hurt him. I'm literally so mad. I know. I want it to hurt him so bad. <laughs> I want him to be pained and unhappy. Literally same. I would like him to suffer. Thank you. Yeah. And he says... Bella, you broke your hand. Like, ugh. <laughs> no, no, no. The consequences. Uh, you did this, and this was just her rightful response. Yeah. So you began this, bestie. Yeah. And he's like, "Damn, I can't believe you would react in that way and hurt yourself, and also like try to hurt me." It's like that's on you, bestie. It's like, no, fuck you. She was responding to this as she should. Yeah. And so she obviously reasonably is like, all right, I'm fucking leaving. I want to go home. And Jacob is insisting on driving her home because, like, you know, her hand is broken and uh, she got dropped off by Edward. (laughs) So. Right. um, She needs a ride. And Jacob fucking wraps his arm around her waist to start, like, walking her to the car. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I skipped over that. I was angry in reading. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> that is so disgusting. I know. <laughs> Who does he think he is? Who does he think he is? What right do you have to touch her at this point? And so that's nasty. the thing. He thinks he has every right to touch her. He's claimed some right. sort of weird ownership over her, this entitlement. It's so gross. I can't. I can't. It's super nasty. Um. So, yeah, he's like, I'm going to drive you home. And she's like, I really hope. Edward snaps your neck. <laughs> and I'm like, so true, bestie. <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> she, oh my she says like, briefly, she's like thinking about just like walking to like the line of um, like where the uh, border is basically. So then she's like, oh, as soon as I'm far enough away from Jacob, Alice can start seeing my future and someone will be on the way to get me. Um, which I'm like, that's a great plan. I wish Jacob could just yeah. leave you alone. Like, uh, that seems fine. Just walk f- walk far enough away that Alice can see what you're doing. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. But no, um, he insists on, on driving her back home. And she's raging mad. And she's like, oh, didn't I hurt you? And he's like, oh, if you hadn't started screaming, I didn't even realize you were trying to hurt me. And she's saying that she's like, hates him. And he is... Happy that she's passionate. It's so gross. Can you believe? I just... He... It's... Ugh. He knows that she did not consent to this kiss. He knows that she didn't like it. He knows that she tried to punch him and harm him. And he's happy because she's feeling a strong emotion to him and it doesn't matter to him whether that is a positive or negative emotion it's terrible he's just glad that it's a passionate reaction it's so disgusting and then he tri- it's this disgusting level of like attention seeking yeah. and like obsession where it's just like anything to make them notice me exactly. it's like giving fucking stalker energy oh it he's like is. 
I will do anything to this person just so that I get some sort of reaction from them. It doesn't need to be a good thing. I just want them to think about me in a way that they cannot stop thinking about me. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be love. It can be hate, too. And it can be fear. Yeah. And that's fine. He's like, great. I can work with that. Passion is like, you know, passion's what I want. Oh, yeah. And he's Ick. still all cheery. And he's like, oh, you know, I bet that was better than kissing your like statue boyfriend and she's like it literally is not even close and he's like oh you're just saying that she's like no i'm really not like (laughs) and he 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 says that she's only mad because he doesn't have any experience with this kind of thing but he thought it was pretty incredible he literally thinks the kiss was incredible delusion complete delusion like i'm like saying like her fighting back against him and struggling in his arms at first, did he read that as, like, her trying to grip his shirt and in passion in some way? Did he, like, completely delude himself to thinking, like, oh, like, her struggling is, like, her writhing in passion or something? Like, how does he completely just rewrite this in his own head to be like, wow, that was incredible. That was exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you're acting mad now, but you're going to be thinking about me in your dreams. What? and she's like and she's like being like snarky to an extent she's like yeah in my nightmares but like no legit in her nightmares legitimately because that is obviously something that can fucking happen after you get assaulted is you're having nightmares about this traumatic experience and and i it's he as go ahead as they're as they're driving home He's like, oh, imagine what our life could be like. I would never hurt you. Literally, her Bet hand is broken. you literally just did. And also, not ignoring the broken hand, he is emotionally harming her right yeah. now. He just completely yep. violated her consent. Like, you, ca- you can't say I'll never hurt you as you're actively, repeatedly hurting someone. It's so Yeah, gross. and he's also like, he's gaslit himself yes. and he's trying to gaslight her into yes. being like, but I thought it was great, and this could be so amazing. Just think about it. He's actively doing emotional damage to her, and he's like, I'll never hurt you. Yeah. Such bullshit. Uh, yeah. And he's like, she's like, I can't be happy without Edward, which obviously is like not, not something ideal. that she should be saying. But the way he responds is that, like, you could be happy with me. It's not like, no, you can be happy on your own. You do not need someone to it's, be, oh, like, you need me, romantically. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you can have me and I'll be just as good, if not better. <sighs> like, he should be being like, Bella, you're your own person. I know. You can be happy no matter how you are, whatever. That's what a fucking good friend would say. And he's over here being a little douchebag. Right. And... He has the fucking, I just, the audacity of Jacob in this fucking chapter. I hate him. No, so true. He grins at Bella and says that you kissed me back. In what universe? Where? In? Show me where. What universe? When did that happen? Oh my God. Yeah. Literally, she's like, I didn't. And he's like, oh, I think I can tell the difference. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? I was trying to get you off of me. And now, and then he calls her defensive for it. 
Well, no shit. She's defensive. You just assaulted her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's fucking defending herself. He's like, oh, wow, being a Jesus. bit touchy and overly sensitive. Yeah, because you're just trying to make, convince her, like, oh, you felt the same thing I did. That was actually a really good kiss. Think about it. You're going to think about me tonight. I know you kissed me back. And she's like, did we experience the same fucking thing? I don't think so. I don't understand. It's... Yeah. It's... I Every time I picture his, like, little shit-eating grin in these scenes, I want to punch him. I know. Me too. I would like him to be smote. Oh, that's great. Upon the mountaintop. I was thinking crucify him. Like Gandalf. Crucify! Crucify him! I love that you watched that! (laughs) Because now every time, I mean Liv does it the most, but every time any of us, we can all just make a Jesus Christ superstar (laughs) reference and it is instantly something that bonds the three of us together and that brings me joy. (laughs) Um, the crucify, 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 do, 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 crucify. Yeah. Good times, good times. Yeah, good I times. am in that crowd. I am begging for his crucifixion. Yo. I'm part of the mob. Good. <laughs> um, I just, yeah. how is anybody still team <laughs> Jacob? I just, I'm speaking directly to you listeners who I know are on the Discord marked as team Jacob on your silly little Discord roles. Why? How do you, why? <laughs> this man shows no remorse. This man does not only shows no remorse, this man does not give a shit that he's hurting her. This man does not give a shit that he is acting possessive and entitled of her. This man is delusional. What's wrong with you? This man's fucking crazy. All right. Anyway. <laughs> and I, and, hey, I, like, I was team Jacob for a while. No, I know. But before you, he got horrible. <laughs> you didn't know. Even I read I was, New Moon and yeah. I was like, oh, he's so sweet here. I forgot about this side of him, you know? Like, I was like, wow, how refreshing. I miss him. Yeah. What happened? Um, Yeah, I think this is like an interesting, I guess talking about this, this would be an interesting time to bring up this point that I'm seeing that I don't know if it was an intentional and, you know, perhaps it'll get explored later in the books, but... um. Again, I've been reading a lot of fantasy books and I've been reading another fantasy book that has werewolves in it or like wolves. Nice. They're not like werewolves technically, but they still have like that wolf and like pack sort of idea. And it's talked about how they can just be like really obsessive. And once they think someone is like dating somebody else, like, this is, like, a more modern take. Mm. Like, once they think someone's dating someone else, it is, like, they cannot do, like, they. it is, like, one million percent. It is, like, there's, like, the possession. Like, they cannot do anything. And, like, to, in their brains, it's, like, a belonging to each other sort of thing. And you can't, like, break that. And it's very possessive. So this mm. gives me, like, that sort of energy in yeah. that, like, I mean, I don't know anything, really, about this sort of, like, lore of like besides these two pieces of media because i don't i don't really fall like i don't know a a lot of like big (laughs) werewolf like more modern werewolf romance like i think we need to watch teen wolf oh so true i was trying to think of like what is one and then we need to watch an episode of teen wolf that's our our next uh, bonus episode yeah um and so I'm wondering if that is like something that's coming back here where he this delusion 
is, part is of in part because of yeah because of how he is as a werewolf because he was not like this when it's he was a true. human it's like so much of him changed with that and it feels like you know unfortunately it feels like very related to like you know testosterone anger like just terrible like the the i don't know hyper exaggeration of those like testosterone based like emotions right um including this really really ugly side that comes out in this chapter which uh sucks um yeah it feels like that's the angle that that stephanie meyer has whether intentionally or not gone with because it's like you know the anger makes them change right yeah um so I i don't know if it was intentional with her or not uh probably was i don't know what she's I mean, I don't want to give her too much credit because... Uh, yeah, I don't give her, like, <laughs> that much credit. Like, she, it seems like she stumbled into this. Exactly. And, again, with this other piece, like, this other stuff I'm reading, it's so much more intentional. Right. It is purposeful and comes with people who are actively battling against this and who condemn it. Right. It is talked about, and then we talked about how people don't like this. Yeah. And that it is a weird backwards cultural thing that this still happens sometimes. Right. And, like, and the is, characters we interact with are against this. Right. And this is, like, it's played, at least from Jacob's perspective, like, he's laughing about it the whole time. And it makes it so much worse and so much more uncomfortable to yeah. read. Because he's just, like, grinning, like, ha got what I wanted, like, as, like, he won a prize. Yeah, and he's, like, taking her anger as something funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. So, um, Jacob takes Bella back to her own house, and she's like, why'd you take me here? Edward's house is the one that has a doctor, idiot. (laughs) And he's like, oh, well, I could take you to the hospital. And of course, Bella hates hospitals. She doesn't want to go because that means getting attention. Um, <laughs> so she goes into her house and Jacob follows her. And she's creepy. Yep. She's like, go home. And he's like, nope. <laughs> he just uh, follows her inside. And. And now we turn. <sighs> yep. To. An extremely disappointing individual. Yep. Charlie Swan. We had, you know what? Now. We were rooting for I you. I should have known. We were all rooting we were for you. We are all rooting for you. No, we should have known. He's no, been exactly. a cop this entire time. Exactly. We should have known. Yeah, I have him in my um, cab because, yeah. cab. This is. That's, that's what cab really is, is that you think they're the good one. Yeah. And then they're fucking not. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> What so yeah, here? Jacob comes in, and Bella's like, "I'm getting ice." He's like, "What?" Charlie's like, "What happened?" Jacob's like, "Oh yeah, she hurt herself hitting me," and Charlie laughed at that, and then asked like, "Why did she hit you?" And then Jacob said, "Because I kissed her," and Charlie congratulates you him. Good for you, kid. He says, "I'm furious. I am. I'm. I'm, I'm furious." Where the fuck was the fucking Charlie cocking his gun when right? Edward was going to take Bella on a date? Right? Where'd that go? Where'd that go? He's so obsessed with Jacob. He can't even see how, like, he's, like, hurting his own daughter. Where is the, like, how dare you put your hands on my daughter? Like, where is that energy? Yeah. And uh, with Edward, 
Bella was actively wanting to go on a date with him. Yep. And she was like, I'm doing this and I'm excited about it. Dad, please don't be weird. And he's weird about it. Here, he gets it right off the bat that she hit him because he did this. She did not want this. And yet he's over here being like, <laughs> nice job. And like patting him on the fucking it's back. so awful. Um, what is this like difference of like, yeah. is it like because Jacob's like a broy bro and Edward's not? Because like there's something to be fucking said there too. I mean, like, I think, yeah, Charlie didn't know Edward and was sort of like, hmm, who's this person? I don't know. I mean, sure, the Cullens are good people and I'm happy they're in our town, but now one's wanting to date my daughter. But with Jacob, it's here's this kid that I've known for his entire life who I've always liked. And now the context of, oh, he's interested in Bella. And also, I'm now pissed off at Edward forever because of the leaving her in the woods Italy incident that happened in New Moon. So now it's just like completely tipped the scales in such a wonky way that he's actively rooting for Jacob so hard that he's ignoring the fact that he like touched her without Bella's consent. Yeah, he's literally like actively rooting for his daughter's assaulter. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. So, yeah, Bella goes in to put ice in her hand and then call Edward. And she immediately notes that there's already, like, she can already hear that there's an engine running. So he's already on his way. Thank you, Edward. We love you. Thank you. And she's, like, wanting him to come get her. And she says, I punched Jacob. And then (laughs) uh, Edward's like, oh, good. But I'm sorry that you're hurt. And she expresses how she wished she'd been able to hurt him um i didn't actually do any damage and of course edward in his usual cheeky way is like oh i mean i can help with that and the thing that tips him off that something is wrong is for once bella agrees and says i wish that you would because always she's always like no no don't do that don't do anything to hurt him like don't fight with each other just be chill and he's like hang on what did he do and she says that he kissed her and you just hear the sound of an engine accelerating over the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. get over here. We need you. I'm so excited. <laughs> Edward's gonna punch him. Punch him. Nail him to a tree. Crucify. 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 I really can't wait for the one person who understands what we're talking about. It's like, Yeah. <laughs> This is for you, listener. It's not going to be Liv. No. <laughs> it's got to have to be someone else. So step up to the plate, bestie, whoever you are. Anyway. Anyway, Charlie thinks that Jacob should get out of here because Edward's on his way. <laughs> and Jacob's like, nah, I'll kick it here. And he like, he's like lounging on the couch, chill as fuck. Like, I got this. Pisses me off. And It's so gross. Yeah. Only now, so only, Edward gets there. But only now, Charlie suddenly goes, "Oh, how's your hand?" Bella's hurt. Oh my god! And only now, Charlie's like, "By the way, how's your hand?" And, and like starting to look uncomfortable. Right. And now, and all he says is, "Oh, maybe you should pick on people your own size." I wrote next to this die. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> and then, and then 
then it, Edward comes to the door and he examines mm, her hand so tenderly that she barely even yeah. feels it and his hands are cold so it actually feels nice on her skin and he's like, oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> you must have put some force behind this. <laughs> I know, it's so cute. Like, and here's where I'm like, yes, a good partner because he must, He we know he's fucking livid at Jacob. Right. But right. First priority. what he does first is he is soft-spoken. He is sweet. He said the first thing he says is, "Let me see," I know. and he looks at it and he makes sure she's okay, and and he's like kissing her hand softly, and then and he's all all sweet to her, and he says, "I'll take care of it," and then he goes to deal with Jacob. He cares about her first, and that trumps any sort of jealousy or needing to like get back in an aggressive manner the first thing he is going to do is defend comfort and protect his partner which is what most you know we should do (laughs) like that is such a green flag especially in men yeah because they like their anger take over so often in like right and obviously yeah and we don't like you know like saying like we don't like protective when it's like overly protective and stopping someone from doing something like that this should be their own free will but when it's like you she's hurt, hurt herself yeah she wants his help yeah and all these things like and he's taking care of her first and then he's going to do that and it's just it's, it's a sexy edward I it's, it was it's a mm, delicious scene yes very good mm, delicioso <laughs> thank you edward i'm so glad you came here to help deal like i feel like edward coming in at good this point soup. <laughs> Yeah, it's good soup. Good soup. (laughs) I was just going to say, him coming in at this point, like, to sort of deal with Jacob just feels, like, so relieving as a reader of, like, finally. Yeah. (laughs) Finally someone's here. Finally someone's on Bella's side. Exactly. And someone who is at that level who can actually do something about it. Because we see her put in all of her strength. Mm-hmm. And she cannot make a dent, yeah. literally or figuratively. Only, only in her <laughs> um, own hand. <laughs> yeah. And so it's good that another Someone on a non-human that has this power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, mm, ACAB, uh, Charlie looks only at Edward and says, hey, I don't want any fighting. I can go put on my badge if that makes my request more official. Only looking yeah, at Edward. Fuck off. Fuck off. Like, how come, you know, like, I don't typically advocate for violence because that doesn't really solve anything. <laughs> but it should literally be Charlie punching Jacob. Like, he should have come home. No, and, for sure. He should have already been defending his own daughter. But instead, he's like, hey, don't fight when he has every right to be pissed off at Jacob. He has every right to get a punch in. Come on. Yeah, it's fucked up that like the fact that he's just like letting jacob sprawl on his couch and watch tv with him right now i know like even if he is on even if he like wants jacob to date bella more than edward like you should still be like that was a fucked up thing of you to do you need to apologize and maybe he likes him so much that he can come back around for this. Like, I wouldn't fucking do this. But, like, that is a more forgivable thing in my eyes than where he's just like, ha nice job. Like, yeah, mm. I know. 
Yeah. I don't know if Stephanie Meyer... Like he doesn't even reprimand was... the behavior at all. Right. I don't know if this is meant to be played for humor, because sometimes Bella's pain is played for humor by other characters. Um, and I just hate that. Like, that's what it feels like. It feels like, oh, ha, 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 like, you know, Bella got kissed and then she punched him. Isn't this such a funny shenanigans? It's so gross. And it's... I also, like, I don't even think she really was thinking about it hard, this hard, but, like, it's such a fucking good portrayal of just, like, people not believing women. I know. Or, like, he it's just, yeah. He doesn't just take played- seriously the fact that she feels assaulted and hurt. He And even if he, like, understands that she didn't want it, he doesn't take that seriously. Yeah. He takes it as a lighthearted thing. Oh, yeah, it's just a which kiss. Which is not like, abs- at all. You know, good, good for the kid for, you know, st- having some guts to do it like that's what it's played as it's like yeah. oh you know he he tried for it good for him gross completely ignoring her feelings about it anyway yeah uh, anyway they uh have an argument <laughs> they have an argument edward says a great line where he says i'm not gonna kill you now because it would upset bella and then she's like iconic mm. and he's like no it would bother you in the morning <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah he's like he's like baby girl i know you so well <laughs> yeah. you would take like very cheap satisfaction and then you would be sad about it yeah. i love you more than this so i'm not gonna do it <laughs> but i appreciate your guts <laughs> green flag like i appreciate the energy <laughs> i love the energy that you're bringing to this uh this chilies tonight um however i will not kill him yet and again like, his rage is not in any way taking over the way that he talks to Bella. Nope. He is so sweet and level-headed still. Like, clearly he has this cold anger, but he is so still so kind and warm to Bella, even yeah. in this situation. It's just, like, really good to see. So he threatens Jacob. And he's, and he's able to, like, joke yeah. with her yeah. in a way that is sweet and that I don't think is repulsive. Like, no, exactly. I understand this. Because yeah. he understands where she's coming from. Yep. And they can find this humor that works because they are in a relationship and they trust each other and she knows he's on her side. Right. The other people joking is not fucking funny. Not at all. It makes me furious. It literally does. Yeah. It makes me insane. Um, yeah. So he threatens Jacob and he's like, if you ever kiss her again, I will break your fucking jaw. And Jacob, in his little arrogant voice, is like, mm, what if she wants me to? And Edward, because he's just evolved to be a completely better person than Jacob ever will be, yep. is like, yep. if that's what she wants, I won't object to it. But she has to want it first. Maybe she, you could let her say it instead of having a, a terrible interpretation of body language. So true, Edward. Wait for her to say it. So true. Literally. And, like... And, like, the other level of this is that they have such a trust in each other's relationship at this point, like, in their love for each other, that he's like, yeah, if she wants to kiss you, fucking go for it, bestie. Like, he's so incredulous that this would even, like, happen. Yeah. And, And, you know, and that just shows, like, that in this moment they are so trusting and strong with each other that the guy who he considered to be serious competition, he just, he like is laughing he's at the idea of her wanting to kiss him back. Yep. Like that, he's that confident in and I knowing her and knowing that she's telling the truth to him when she says she doesn't want exactly. this. Exactly. And especially like this whole incident solidifying like, oh, Bella could never 
like be with someone who would do something like that to her against her like will. Like he understands that sort of, I think he understands that now in this instance of like, if that's how she reacted, like, you know, good luck even like getting her to forgive you, let alone, will she want to kiss you? (laughs) Like he's Mm. like getting the scope of the situation of like, okay, like, yeah, I, I have nothing to worry about. Like lay off, stay the fuck away from her. (laughs) Like God. Yeah. And then Edward... So then they have this, like, little standoff. Yeah, he's like, I'll be fighting for her, too. And Jacob's like, good, I don't want to beat someone who just gives up. And Edward says he won't fight fair, which, like, hmm. And he also is like, she is mine. Yeah, literally, though. They are which is... already dating. Yeah, like... I find that to be iconic. I can see that being interpreted as, like, weirdly possessive, but I think it's just really funny. Like, because I think they have this level of, like, you know, they feel possessive of each other, and it's in a way that is healthy and consensual and not in a way of fucking Jacob pushing his lips onto Bella. Like, so he's like, yeah, well, she is mine, so obviously I'm going to fucking fight for her, you dumbass. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah, I cannot. Stand and Jacob tries to get a jab in, like be the best man win, and Edward calls. Says <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, sounds good, pup." <laughs> yeah, hilarious, it's, iconic. It's great. It's so good because now Jacob's getting like heated and pissed off finally, and Edward's just like smiling. He's like, "All right, well, I hope your hand feels better. Sorry that you got hurt." And then they just drive away, leaving Jacob yep. fuming. And I love that. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So we get to the conclusion. Best <laughs> yes, conclusion. Yeah. Conclusion. Absolutely. Fuck Jacob. <laughs> fuck. And fuck Charlie. Fuck Jacob. Fuck Charlie. Fuck these men. I'm pissed. Pissed. And it's fucking crazy that, like, Bella has to flee from her own home. Right? Like, she originally wanted to go to Edward's place because Carlisle's there. Yep. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And also her boyfriend's there. Sure. But this, like, to be fair, like, Jacob is arguing that this is her home. Like, Charlie's house is her home. And if that's the case, then why is she trying to get the fuck out of there? Because the other person who lives there is not supporting her and actively letting in her assaulter and encouraging him. Literally. That's not a safe home. No. There's a reason she's leaving. More so than just... Like, that's a great excuse to, like, placate the situation of just, like, yeah, Carla's a doctor. Like, I'm not going to deal with this. But also, it's but, a like, safety thing. Yeah, like, fucking Charlie would just, like, let Jacob do whatever the fuck he wants. And that is not safe for her. She's not safe in that house. Yeah. Because if Charlie's this chill about this, like, what the fuck else is he going to let him do? Yeah, is, just, is Jacob just going to come around whenever he wants, being like, hey, I'm fighting for Bella, so I'm here to bother her again. And stalk her. Yeah, in I'm her here own to house. continue assaulting her. Like, and Charlie would just. And let Charlie's like, "Hey, buddy, you go, girl. Yeah, like, she's up in her bedroom. Go get her." Like, ugh, nasty. Yeah. So switching anyway. gears, um, they get to the Cullen house, and beautiful, perfect Rosalie is working on Emmett's jeep, and he is holding the car up for her as a carjack. <sighs> The image in my mind of this is so mwah, pristine, delightful. Like, how do I get in this is, sandwich? Mm. I want to be in this. I want to be in a thruple with them. I want to be, be the car. <laughs> I would like Rosalie to be working on me while Emmett holds me up. Oh fuck! 
wait, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the way that you responded to that so quietly, I knew it hit home. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it for Uh, 0.5 seconds and went, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A, a one a, an idyllic scene yeah, happening. Yeah, truly. God, she's mm-hmm. so hot. She works on cars, and she killed a man. Yeah, multiple men. And she's sexy at all times, especially when she's working on cars. It's so cool. Yes. God, we don't get enough of her. Yeah. So Emmett is like, you know, being a jokey bro, and he's like, "Haha, did you fall again?" Because he sees that she's hurt. And she is rightfully pissed. And, like, whatever. Emmett didn't read the situation. Of course, he wouldn't know. Like, and also, I don't think she's, like, actually mad at him. No. And she just goes, no, I punched a werewolf in the face. And he, like, blinks and then bursts out <laughs> laughing, which is just the perfect response. <laughs> it is. I remember quoting this line to my friends when I first was reading this book. It was just, like, the funniest, like, chef's kiss moment to us. <laughs> no, Emmett. Yeah, I punched no, a werewolf good. in the face. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. Rosalie says, oh, Jasper's going to win the bet. And this is what the wager is. Stupid title yep. for this chapter. It's such a, like, minor little thing. What is the yeah. point? Um, but the, um, apparently Emmett and Jasper like to gamble, which I wanted to highlight as a key minor subplot point of a thousand fan fictions. It's just <laughs> that they like to gamble. Yes, it's there's just always some random minor subplot thing where Emmett and Jasper are betting on things all the time in the background of every fan fiction. Oh, Jesus. Constantly. <laughs> That's so insufferable. That is so like fan fiction, though, right? To, te- to, to I know, no, to it one is. single line and be like, this is the essence of your character now. <laughs> No, yeah, it so is, and it's part of why I don't read fan fiction. <laughs> so much of it. Because it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I don't remember the last time I've read, read fan fiction, actually. Like, I don't read fan fiction. Like, I know we've discussed this, yeah. but I feel like you don't, like, truly understand how much I just, like, simply don't. Mm-hmm. Which is... Like, I have zero interest. I don't even, I don't search it out. It's so wild to me. I'm so different. I search it out all the time. I, it, I... I'll just go read another book. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll just go read the book again. As we all know. Also, to be fair, some of the some of the books I read are smutty enough. Like I don't need the fanfic. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, the fan fiction that I met my girlfriend through it wasn't smut at all. <laughs> true. It was just a heist story, which I enjoyed about assassins. You know. You could read another series about assassins. Six. Of the one Pros? I'm reading right now. Oh, oh the other. Assassin no, you one. can read this one, Throne of Glass. Mm. I'm going to send you the first book. I actually do want to read that. I hear I have a PDF. I hear Assassin. I'm like, yes, I'm interested. Hello. It's a good it's a good book. Um it's There's actually Assassins. Liv and I have made a sort of a promise to like put reading time every night because we both like have essentially stopped reading books as much since we went to undergrad. We just lost the habit mm-hmm. and we're unable to pick it up again. We were like, oh, when we were kids, like all the way through high school, we read a book you know, every night before bed for like an hour. And now we lost the habit entirely. And now I've read like three books in like five years, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I do. I like definitely up. lost that like during undergrad as well. But luckily I've managed to like 
pick right back up where I left off, yeah. which is really nice. I'm impressed by but it. But yeah, I'll I'll legit send you that PDF like right after we finish recording. Yeah. So if you want it, if you want, if that wants to be, if you would like to do that tonight as your reading yes. time. Yes, I was just saying I um, forgot to bring a book with me, so I didn't even couldn't even start my goal yet. No, I I have a I have a PDF, so like yeah, I'll send, send. it. I legit will send it to you. Yay. Just like if I forget, just remind me tonight. I will. I will. It. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> yeah, back to the story. <laughs> Um, so the bet is that they have a, essentially a wager on how many times Bella will kill a man in her first year as a vampire. Which is so fucking crazy. Like, it's so the type of thing that they would just, like, people who have, like, lived with being a vampire and, like, doing this, like, would so make a bet about this. But, like, every part of this is, like, so true. Like, they would make a bet about this and she would be so horrified and have, like, a mental spiral about right? this. Right? Exactly. Which she goes on to do. Like, every part of this makes sense to Completely, me. Completely, right? Because they're just like, oh, yes, we've lived so many lifetimes stuck as we are. It's funny how sometimes you just slip up and accidentally kill someone. It takes a while to get over yeah. it, but you'll get over it. And Jasper's yeah, just and they're like, just like, oh, we all went through that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Jasper's that here like, oh... I just don't want to be the weakest link anymore. I hope someone else messes <laughs> up more than I do. <laughs> yeah, legit. Uh, stinky little piss boy. He just wants someone to be worse than him. Yeah. Um. Do you like that it says that she feels a little high? Yeah. <laughs> Why does it say this? I don't know. She's like... Like, is this a typo? Because she says Jasper's betting high. She says right after that. But, like, what the fuck could I felt a little high mean other than weed? Yeah, I mean. Or, like, another drug. Any any sort of drug at all. Like, I guess, is she just, like, feeling sort of dizzy and lightheaded? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, uh, I'm I mean, confused. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's like a little moment. It doesn't really matter. It was just, like, this just so seems so no, out of place for the person who says, holy crow. It stuck out to me, too. <laughs> Like, okay, sure, go off, queen, have your trip. But, like, <laughs> what? She's tripping on those um, good, good hormones that are helping her numb the pain in her in her body. Yeah. I guess. Edward actually gave her some painkillers on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> she's on morphine right now. Oh, my God. She's on morphine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, she is. <laughs> Anyway. Bella is a drug addict. Oh my god! I was literally like other <laughs> title episode. Yeah. Uh, uh. Callback. Oh man! All right, we have two two pages left, and I'm starting to sweat. So let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Carlyle fits a brace <laughs> onto her hand. He's very gentle, and it's just a fissure in a knuckle. So which she's like, oh, it's such a small thing, and I've never broken a bone. Me neither. I'm knocking on wood as I say this. Yeah. That sounds terrifying she's like oh just a fisher and i'm like Ugh. that means your knuckle doesn't get split open bestie yeah Ouch. like Ugh. also like i don't know I, i'm imagining like if she punched him so hard that her bone broke like i don't know I, I just i feel like surely some skin would be broken too like how is she not bleeding I don't know. Yeah, or at least she like. I mean, I assume she must have like a huge bruise as well. Yeah, I mean, it, she did at say least. it was like swelling. if it's not, it was swelling. So I guess there's yeah. That. Be, she's definitely she's probably she'll probably just have like. I mean, if she didn't like break the skin, it probably just like internal bleeding. Yeah, and has that bruise sort of. Oh, thing. it's fine. It's all internal. That's where blood's supposed to be. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> 
So uh, one time I was swinging on the swing. Yep. And not I was doing that like thing couples? that kids do. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, not this time. Um, <laughs> but I was swinging and I was doing that thing that kids do where they go like side to side. Yeah. There was someone swinging next to me. I ran right into them. <laughs> Uh, with my with my right foot oh, no. and it swells up like crazy there is so much internal bleeding on like my right <gasps> ankle area it was so bad oh, i didn't have to go to a hospital or anything but it was like i couldn't walk it was <gasps> that's terrifying it was really really painful i have like weak ankles also so this was just like oh my god she has weak ankles oh my god i'm not like other girls yeah. i can't walk <laughs> um <laughs> no like i legit do though like, remember when I was, like, twisting my ankle over and over last fall? Yes, I do. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> wow. Um, and that happens at least once a year. Jesus. So. The most um, swing accident I had was just I leaned forward too much in the swing and just fell. Did you fall off? Yeah, I just fell forward, <laughs> like, flat onto my <laughs> chest and completely <laughs> knocked the wind out of myself and ate sand. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure that was painful. That is so funny. I mean, yeah, it's literally hilarious. I was probably like, because I'm like old. imagining it. Uh, yeah, I'm imagining it with like a really funny noise, like a sound effect. <laughs> yeah, like like a like a big like plop noise. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're like belly flopping directly onto no, sand. That's what happened. And your face lifts up, and it's like the rest of you is still staying down. But like you're like you're like a cartoon character where your face lifts all the way, and your face is completely flat and just coated in sand. I have so much sand in my mouth. <laughs> and the art style is like Gravity Falls. Okay, you're getting me here. Yeah, I am. All right, thank you. This that's, is what I'm imagining in my head. No, that's perfect. I wish I could. Yeah. Is, are there any artists out there listening to us? Can you find <laughs> that? <laughs> uh, please, please. Um. Yeah. So anyway, okay, let's finish this off. Yeah. She's just getting, as it's getting fixed, there's not really many, much more of a conversation, but she's sort of like having this, beginning to have this little spiral that will, I'm sure, go into the next chapter, which is she's realizing another level of like the gravity of what she's going to do, that she's going to kill people. She, yeah. she might kill people that she has never met, have never done anything to her. People who have lives, families, homes children to go back to, all these sorts of things. And she's be like, people like the growing number of victims in Seattle, who she's like so terrified of that happening. And she's like, that could be me. But she trusts Edward. She she has a moment where she's like, I trust Edward to keep me from doing anything, to take me away from people, to go all the way to Antarctica if it takes that much to help me like calm my thirst and just eat penguins. Which like kind of a vibe. Kind like, of a vibe. Sure. I mean, to go to Antarctica and not worry about freezing, freezing to death and just enjoying penguins, that sounds kind of lit. Kind of lit. But yeah. And then it sort of turns to she's realizing that it's going to be this overwhelming desire and, like, the things she wants to do the most. And she's, like, worried is how can she still be herself if, when yeah, this need for blood is, is trumping all of her desire. Right. Like, and love and everything. Yeah. Um, And uh, this is, like, hearkening back to, like, Twilight when Edward's, like, I feel like I am damned. I feel like I am soulless. I feel like I am a monster. And at that point, we were just, like, okay, it's because you are. But, like, you're fine. But, like... This is what he's talking about. It's like the the, part of it is this: it's this beginning stage 
where you so and it, you know you get better at it but it's constant like it's still it constant for Edward they have to fight against like, it the whole time every time they smell blood it's like this desire builds up into them of thinking like right. oh what if I kill this person what if I drank their blood wouldn't it taste so good I kind of want it and it's like that's inside you the whole time it doesn't go away it just gets easier to hold it back right and like it has to be like someone like Carlisle for it to not like even affect you. Like he's been around forever. He's never drank blood and he works in medicine. Yeah. He has grown so desensitized to it. And it's such a rare feat. Like we've never seen anybody else. Exactly. Like that. Exactly. He might be the only per He honestly might be the only vampire in the world who is like that. So yeah. like that's not something you can be like. That's not really like a quote unquote like attainable thing to like aspire to. He is so apart from them in that way that he, like it's just not it's not like oh i'll just be like carlisle like that's not possible yeah especially not that easily yeah it's an interesting end end to the chapter it is yeah and she she wonders if there's any human experience that she's not willing to give up that she wants to still have before she gets turned yeah so she's finally realizing that edward had a fucking point yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Very interesting. Very, very interesting yeah. turn of the chapter. Um, very rage-inducing chapter. I liked it. Yeah. I like to get it was over like, it. Yeah. I, yeah, it was, inter- it was an interesting chapter. It made me angry. It was good to discuss with you. Yeah. Handshake through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening to our TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I cannot believe you guys listened to us do a TED Talk every two weeks oh my god you guys are amazing that's i'm so sorry like that's <laughs> painful so imagine being in my head like i have to deal with me every day it's the worst <laughs> that voice that uh, you guys are hearing that lives inside cam's head 24 7 that lives inside me she won't leave <laughs> it follows <laughs> anyway um on that ex- existential dread note <laughs> yeah um, um the next chapter is called what it's called epoch 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 e- epoch epoch epic 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 <laughs> <laughs> um e-p-o-c-h <laughs> i think it's epoch but i don't know <laughs> i'm like so sure it's epoch but i'm not gonna look it up or correct it and uh We'll find out next time. Yeah, I'm I'll fi- Google it at the start of next episode. I'm, fi- I'm fine being dumb on air. That's what I'm here for. What do you mean? I've never once been dumb on air. <laughs> never. What are you talking about? Em? Never, never. Are you telling me I've been dumb on air before? I'm um, sorry. No, nope, no. Nope, I don't want to send you into a spiral. You okay, are the good. smartest person ever. Thank you. Ever. I need to have my own delusion. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's thank mm-hmm. our uh, wonderful master vampires for supporting the podcast. Um, thank you to Dan, Dana, Thea, Emily... And shit, I missed one. Steven? Steven. <laughs> <laughs> we know your names very well. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. Thank you so much for supporting us at the Master Vampire tier. You can also join our Patreon if you would like to. Yeah. Go check us out. Check us out on Twitter at Unbitten Pod. And we out here. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye now. 
Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, you can check us out at our Twitter at UnbittenPod or our Patreon, patreon.com slash UnbittenPod. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten.